0: Previously,
1: on the Death Saving Bros Podcast.
0: You are flying high over the warehouse where you hope to find Hoke. And Dawn
2: has just...
3: Dawned? Yes.
2: (laughs) If Taylor just flew into the city and started breathing ice, and then we just see if we can spot him from up here in the mountains when he steps out or opens his window. That's perfect. I do only see like one or two warehouses Are you
4: saying, Finn, that we should just go and look?
0: I was actually thinking about that, and uh, Billy, I I really think that you should stay back from this one.
4: If I want to fight, I will
5: fight.
6: Finn saw you without a head once. He doesn't want to see it again. But Finn, don't you disrespect Billy like that again, sir. Love one another, because who knows? One of you could die.
3: We could send Fygus down as a messenger boy and say he has a parcel for Hoke.
0: I could go with that. And uh, you'll message me just so that I can make sure to let you know if I'm in trouble?
2: Yes. I will go with Figus. It's it's better if he has someone with him. Or a military man. That's probably the best
0: option.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll do it. Well, Donovan, should we go in the front? Yeah, I don't see why not.
0: You and Figus enter into the building and... You can see that there are hundreds of barrels with this black crystalline powder. And there is some hulking figure. You can tell that it is a demon. One of the workers nearby says, Hey, what are you doing here? You
4: don't belong here. We were looking for uh, your boss's office here.
0: Boss's office is over there to your right. And sitting behind the desk is a man with a curly cube mustache. Can I help you?
4: We have a letter to give you. really surprised we haven't gotten a single message communication yet.
2: I thought uh, you guys were supposed (laughs) to message us. (laughs) Hoke says, Thank you.
0: Of course, you'll be expecting payment on this end. He pulls on one of the books that's on the shelves, revealing a back room. You suddenly see the windows become solid stone, and you hear the door lock. He is now holding a heavy crossbow. Who the hell are you? Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast, episode 100. I am very happy to be here. My name is Paul Camper, and I am your dungeon master. With me today, I have Brad Renfro.
4: I learned what the three rings of marriage are today there's the engagement ring, the wedding ring, and the suffer ring.
0: (laughs) Matt Smith
3: (laughs) can confirm.
2: Why, Bad run, bro? <laughs> damn, I passed. was gonna say that. Be Rich soon will be able to confirm. Um, he's on the first ring. Damn, i just I wish I could say more about this uh, this ring thing going
6: on here. You just um, had the cock ring. Yeah, usually the <laughs> only one I put my finger in is the anal ring. <laughs> I didn't realize I was saying that until I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Well, so so I guess
4: it's more of the five rings of power, then.
6: (laughs) Uh, What do you call a joke without a punchline? Die, but what? (laughs) Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Fuck yourself. That was bad, Ben. And Brad
2: Richards. Hold on. Can we just back up? Paul, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Proceed.
6: Hey, Paul. Yep. What does 69 equal?
0: I don't know. Something sexual.
6: Probably a couple mouthfuls. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, you should have gone with 100 instead of 69 because that is the episode that it is. We are super excited to not only be wrapping up the first 100, but we're super excited to look forward to the 100 more that we may yet produce. So.
6: Yeah, but who wants a hundred dicks in their mouth? Me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Without further ado, why don't we get back into the story and uh, see what happens?
6: You must whip it.
0: So, last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, our adventurers Dosh Johnson, Josh Donson, Donovan Lake, Share, Jack Jackerson, with their companions Wilhelmina. Finrail, Figus, and Taylor arrived at the warehouse and gunpowder facility of Hoke Venderberg, east of Chorus at the edge of the Barrier Ridge Mountains. They spent pretty much the entire episode trying to figure out how they were going to confirm whether Hoke was in the warehouse or in the mines, and eventually they came up with this plan that, as it happens with our adventurers did not happen according to plan at all. Instead, Donovan and Figus, who went into the warehouse to deliver a message to Hoke, got in there and uh, wound up getting themselves discovered. Hoke is now pointing a crossbow at them as he is standing in like a side vault room and uh, all of the windows that overlooked the warehouse floor have slammed shut and the door has been locked. And Hoke is standing there with the crossbow drawn, pointing at Donovan and Figus and he says, Alright, now you're going to tell me exactly who you are and what you're doing here. And just a recap for what Hoke looks like. He is a tall slender man with a big bushy mustache that curly cues up at the ends. He is bald, he is wearing a black doublet, black pants, and a blood red ascot. And as you're staring down the barrel of this crossbow, you can see that the arrow has been modified so that it has a small bag on the end of it with a piece of string hanging off the end of it. And there appears to be a piece of flint attached to the top of the crossbow so that it would seem that when the catch is released, it strikes the flint box and perhaps lights the uh, piece of twine.
4: I missed that.
3: <laughs> He's got a uh, green arrow bullshit set up on his crossbow to make explodey bolts. You're gonna die, bitch.
4: Yeah. yeah
3: probably should have uh, relayed the message to us.
4: He's gonna mount
6: do <laughs> you. You're
4: welcome. I'm just trying to think of a logical way out of this. So far the best I've got is if I've seen any of you guys within the last minute, I can just shoot an arrow and it will find you and hit you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well what? But I, do you yeah. do you know any fire abilities? Eh? Well, I would say one just option to
4: blow the place
2: up would be to light Figus's <laughs> butt on fire. <laughs> if you could get something it's something hot and steamy in his ass, it would explode. Like Figus would, because he has gunpowder up there. You guys are sick. You
6: started. So, you you started sick. So good. Until <laughs> you just I always had. start good. I just never finish well. <laughs> you just had to make it real. My character's gay. <laughs>
2: Leave me alone.
6: Um, you know what you should do? Realistically, crack that whip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah! Can't you turn your staff into a whip? Nope, that's jet. Man, so many missed opportunities. Right. <laughs> you could, I mean, if you could just do a little spark of fire, if you see that he has a bag of what we know to be gunpowder hanging from the arrow.
6: Just rub yourself up against them really, really fast.
2: You could <laughs> shoot the fire and it explodes <laughs> before it makes it to you.
6: Just shoot an arrow up his ass. Actually, yeah, no. You can catch it.
4: Here's a plan. I... I'd like to quick draw on him since I've already last episode we established this. When he turned around to unlock the safe, I pointed the. Fa- uh, I.
2: You like ready true strike or something like that? Yeah,
4: I readied true strike on him, and now I would like to, I suppose, quick shoot a banishing arrow. Gotta be efficient. Ooh. And say it, it, it's it's gotta
2: work. That would actually <laughs> be cool if it does, because then it's like, oh, you guys come out, and then you get out in the streets, and you just see all of us turning around. And then, uh... <laughs>
4: no, he's only, banished and, he's only banished for, like, a turn. Yeah, like
6: so a minute, So I have to do, like,
4: right? a banishment and then, like, throw something
6: out the window to break it. But it's, like, a minute, right? You have Vigus Throw him out of the fucking window. I'm working on
2: it. A minute is plenty of time to run back out of the tunnel before he comes back in place and then has to chase you That's out. That's, like, six
4: turns. It's not, like, a timed event. He's not gone for a certain amount of time.
2: What is one turn? Though? Yeah, like, and really?
4: I
0: think you might be thinking of banishment versus banishing arrow. So fucking idiot! The <laughs> opponent will disappear for the until the end of your next turn or something like it's, that.
4: It's on a failed charisma save. He's banished to the Feywild until the end of his next turn.
0: Okay, so yeah, in that case, you're correct that Hoke would only disappear for six seconds, opposed to using the banishment spell, which lasts for a minute
6: he comes back oh, I see demons <laughs> the demons are consuming me six,
4: a six. he comes back in six sentences I was gone for thirty years <laughs>
0: his curly Q mustache has turned white
4: and immediately shoot him again <laughs> I can have you just banishing arrows ready
2: <laughs> a six second head start is a lot when you're running away from someone
4: yeah I'm gonna have to give him the old okay I'm uh, gonna have to tell Fagus to go get help as I shoot him with the banishing shot
2: Okay. Don't fucking
0: miss. Um, we're rolling right into initiative, so go ahead and uh, give me your initiative roll. Let's make sure that you can act before he can, because he's definitely not surprised.
4: But I ready to true strike. Doesn't that help?
0: Correct. So you will have advantage when you make that attack, but the initiative will decide who goes first.
6: I just rolled uh, to see if I remember. <laughs> I oh, yeah, do. Should we roll to see if we remember? I do.
3: Um, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs>
6: Rolled 19.
0: All right, um, well, that works out because both Fygus and Hoke rolled a natural five. So you go ahead and roll that attack. Let's see if your true strike strikes truly.
4: Okay, so since it's a banishing arrow though, and it says it's a charisma saving throw, does it automatically, like, do I just hit him with it or do I gotta make the hit and then he does a secondary like thing on it?
0: Yes, you have to hit Hoke first and then he will make a charisma saving throw.
4: Okay, well, I rolled a 16.
2: Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. I I watched him do it. It's
4: whatever the dice says is what I says.
2: Well, plus your modifiers, of course. Oh, of course.
0: (laughs) can't forget those. A 15 does hit. Uh, What is the DC I have to beat?
4: Spell save DC here says 15. Roll a 1.
0: He rolled a 13, so... Ah. Hulk Venderberg and his crossbow with gunpowder on it, which you don't know is what's in the bag, but I just accidentally spoiled it, disappear.
4: Okay, how tall up is his office, and are there any windows?
0: His office is one floor up, so approximately 10 feet, and there are windows, but again, those have been closed off with some sort of material, like wooden shutters.
6: Nothing that a teenage boy can't go through.
4: (laughs) Alright, so yeah, anyway, he disappears, I go, okay, Fagus, we gotta run, now, and book it. I can either go out the window, which you just said was sealed, or I can go out the door that I came in. Kool-Aid (sighs) man it through the wall.
3: Alright, sirs,
7: uh, well, I guess that's just one, sir, I'm so fucking nervous! Where are we going?
4: We're gonna go get the rest of the group, because they apparently haven't checked in with us yet.
7: Okay, but, um, did you
4: not hear the door latch? (laughs) No, I did not. A little hard of hearing. No, five, it would've been nice to know. Four out the window you go, Figus.
2: Three. Just oh, no. follow
4: Two. him.
0: And uh, as you grab, well, okay, so what? You're
2: just gonna pick up Figus and try to throw him through the window? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you make sure you light his butt on fire on the way. It'll definitely help with getting through the uh, window. Okay. Well, how do you plan on hefting him through the window?
4: The cuff of his shirt. And the bottom of his trousers. I thought i
6: grab mine, too.
0: <laughs> All right. You grab him by the scruff of his neck, and you hook your hand through his trousers. You pick him up, and you're about to toss him through the window as the door explodes open. And in walks an elven male that you, Donovan, have never seen. But Figus immediately says, "It's it's the Shade Arrow Man.
5: Oh, God. Damn
4: it. Man. <laughs> it's man, Figus. We should run. Okay, so I guess I'm like mid swing throwing <laughs> Figus. <laughs> he comes in, this whole conversation happens in a split second, and I'll just change my direction. So I just kind of like scoot him towards the door. <laughs>
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say, instead of him hitting the window, he just splats the cinder block wall, or, like, the stone wall. you go to throw him. Oh, you yeah, just, like,
4: what? I just turn a little bit and just...
2: <laughs> he just nails the wall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so you, you turn and you toss Figus towards the door, and he just goes through the door past man, who uh, moves out of the way, and Figus goes tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> you just hear him
4: Oh Go oh, go oh, oh. Like, oh, look sir, it's man my,
1: <laughs> oh, my
4: leg My leg Alright so figus knows to go get help. I have another person here, man. I guess I'm gonna look at man and say, You know figus can you fight?
5: I am a shade arrow. Of course I can fight.
4: I hope you fight faster than you talk, because we only got a couple seconds now here, and I'm gonna shut the door and just Well, actually I don't wanna lock the door, but Lock the door.
6: I'm not going to lock the door. Lock the door. Get the fuck out of it. This guy's going to murder you in the face.
0: Okay, so are you still in the office and shutting the door, or are you on the stair side and closing the door?
4: I'm going to scoot Figus out to safety. Man, we're all still in the office room here. I'm just scooting Figus out to go get everybody else. And me and man here are going to try to make this last until everybody can get here.
2: That's what she said. Okay. Uh,
0: So you slam the door shut just as uh, Hoke reappears from the banishing shot. You've managed to bury your arrow in his shoulder. And because he disappeared and came back, he immediately has his crossbow at the ready and pulls the trigger which launches the arrow off the crossbow bolt, igniting the flint box, striking the fuse on the little bag that is attached to the arrow. And as it's flying through the air, it embeds itself in the wall, not by you at all. It's actually right at the entrance to where the safe is. Because remember, this isn't just like a safe behind a portrait, he pulled a book to open a bookcase that entered into a whole nother room. So the arrow embeds itself in the wall and it immediately explodes, slamming the bookshelf closed and Hoke is no longer in your view.
6: Uh, So he disappeared? No, he closed himself behind the bookshelf.
0: Correct. He is now behind the bookshelf and in
2: that separate room by himself seems a lot like this is one of those scenarios where within that room there was like a hidden door behind a curtain that he ran behind to get out that was pulling back from like what is that the lost mine of Fandelver or whatever it's called isn't there like a big thing where you're going through the tunnel system and that's exactly what happens we were chasing that guy with the staff spider staff or glass shaft or whoever it was and he pulled the same shenanigans where he was like, Oh, I'm gonna close myself in this room. Then we finally chase him in there, and it's like, oh, he went like through this curtain in this tunnelway, which was an escape route.
4: Well, the good news is, is we're not gonna sit around and contemplate this then. I'm gonna write you a second arrow here, and I'm gonna tell man, kick that out of the way.
2: It's a fucking bookshelf with a book lock. Hey. Open it then. He's a shade arrow.
0: That's exactly <laughs> what man's gonna say. He's gonna say,
5: Excuse me. That is a bookshelf. You want me to
6: kick it?
2: You're used to traveling with people like Ambionitis or White (laughs) Jesus who kick everything that needs to be moved?
6: (laughs) And it works. Nine times out of ten. Unless it's a curtain. (laughs) Then I get fucked up. (laughs) Or a box full of chairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oof.
0: Cases of mistaken identity and fully assembled chairs. That's an early episode.
2: It is an early episode. Who were the henchmen, dude, that we were working with at that point? Um, Imar and Lesland.
6: Useless sons of bitches. (laughs) They were horrible.
0: They did no help for (laughs) us. But they turned out to be great
2: interior decorators. By God, they did. Did we ever use them for business relations with the uh, gyms?
6: We used them for...
2: um, They decorated Shelly's. Shelly's. Good.
5: I forgot that was a
6: fucking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jason would be so upset.
2: If she ever listened to this, which by God, I hope she never does.
5: <laughs>
0: so man turns to
5: uh, Donovan and says, Perhaps instead of kicking the bookshelf, you know how to unlock it?
4: I don't need you to be sassy with me here, Mr. Man. Just unlock the door. He's behind that door. I do not know
5: how to unlock it. Pull the book. Tell him which book to pull.
4: Did he pull a book? Yeah. He was in the room with us, though. He, You should, should have seen this.
2: <laughs> no, when he initially opened it up last episode to go behind the bookshelf book. to get your payment, he pulled a book to open the bookshelf. Correct. That's what we're drawing back to. Now he pushed you out and it closed, so you got to re-pull that same book to get back behind the bookshelf.
4: Okay, you gotta pull the fifth book over on the second shelf.
5: All right. How about I hold the arrow and you hold the
4: book? How about no I'm, I'm new. the archer. I'm I'm the archer here.
5: I am also an assassin archer.
4: I can tell you used to working alone.
6: Assassino
5: Ever since we can't sit my, here and argue. Ever since my apprentice <laughs> Amelia was killed.
4: Oh.
3: Fuck that bitch!
4: <laughs> all right, yeah, you know, I'm already over it. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my crossbow away. I'd be like, all right, all right, fine, fine. You got him, you got him. I pull open the book, kids. I pull the book. I say, here, here you go, buddy. It's gonna unlock. We're gonna open it. I'm just gonna do it all.
0: Yep. You, uh, you pull the book. The door swings open again, and Hoke is gone. But you do notice that there is a tile in the floor that is now hanging down and swinging a.k.a. a trapdoor
4: okay perfect so Mr. Man what do you gotta do here what are you gonna do
5: I had a perfect plan but then you came in here and since Fygus is here with you I assume Dosh is somehow involved
4: okay well it appears unlike you I'm ready for more situations here and I'd like to shoot an arrow down the trapdoor
2: Okay, um, And
4: I'm going to make it a seeking arrow. Because so as long as I've seen him within a minute, it'll move around obstacles and hit him, and then I will learn his exact location.
2: Well, that's pretty badass. That is very cool. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll that. While he's rolling, side note, I pictured the book he was pulling was the Kama Sutra. I feel like this hoke uh, hmm. is a uh, type of dude who would keep that in his office.
6: I thought it was the Great Gatsby.
4: So this just says, no attack roll, shot moves around cover, Target makes. Oh, Dex save. Yeah, dex, Dexterity saving throw.
2: Okay.
6: Did we kill Amelia? I don't
2: know. Did we? Was she.
6: Yeah. Like a, did we cut that bitch's head off? Was yeah. Was that the one we saw it in half? Or no, that was. A...
3: <laughs> and then we drop kicked it off the side of a mountain. Oh.
6: <laughs> oh. Wait. Us as in these characters or us as in the Revengers? The Revengers. Oh, so that happened later. So I know it was.
3: It was episode 11. Dosh, the hammer bottoms, and
2: Jet. Oh, and.
6: So you were there. So Dosh was there, so he would know that Dosh murdered the ship. Wait.
2: Yeah. Was Amelia the one who killed Revan? (laughs) Yes. Yes.
6: Oh. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Man's not going to like us. What an unfortunate. No, no, no. Mr. Man's fine
2: with us. But Mr. Man's not going to like the Revengers.
6: I mean, I'm not a big fan
3: of Dosh, but... Dosh was there. I I forget what note we left it on. I feel like he was in jail, and we were all just kind of like, eh, whatever, it's business, and went about our ways, and he was like,
6: cool with us.
0: Yeah, don't you remember? He was actually looking into Hoke Venderberg for you.
6: Uh yeah. Did we D- be beat his ass? I don't remember.
3: Uh, I forgot about that random plot point <laughs> sometime in these last few months.
6: Well, Paul didn't. <laughs> What a call back this guy
0: <laughs> so um let's get back to that seeking arrow uh you shoot that down the hole and hoke rolled a five so far away in the distance you can hear a ah
4: shit is actually wait far is it how far away in the distance is he is he like outside of a? arrow's normal range?
0: No, he's still within an arrow's normal range.
4: Okay, okay, that is a thing. As It has to, you know, still make kind of sense.
0: But it's very clear that he's, like, not right at the bottom of the hole. It's, like, coming from you from the end of a tunnel.
4: Ah, excellent. So, on a failed save, he will take the damage of my arrow plus an extra 1d6 force damage, and I will know his exact
2: location.
0: Okay, Um, go ahead and roll that damage, and then I will tell you what his
2: location is. Donovan's doing so much cooler shit than Jet ever did.
3: <laughs> His location is in the hole.
2: <laughs> it's just super sarcastic, <laughs> like, below you.
4: So it's 13. Take a right. Turn right in now. 13 plus an extra 1d6 is a 4, so that's 17 damage.
0: Okay, and then uh, did your banishing arrow wind up doing any damage?
4: You know, I never rolled for it.
6: Go ahead and roll that damage now, too. Let's just plug it in there. Yeah, shoot a banish arrow at him. And then in the, the damage States. for
4: the banishing arrow would have been 10 then. I rolled for it.
0: All right, so that is a total of um, 27 damage that you have dealt over these two shots. And you, based on the uh, tenants of your seeking arrow, now know that Hoke is at the end of the warehouse, but he is underground.
3: Shot through your heart! But you're too late. You give love,
2: bad name.
3: Bad name.
4: Oh my God. But oh, I'm curious. How long do I know his location? Real quick.
3: You shot me all that. <laughs> oh, no, I think I just. Okay, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you.
5: Yeah,
1: Show me how. Night long
2: You've been (laughs) Shot by Jet Oh damn it it's not Jet
0: (laughs) Hey everyone Thank you so much To every single Listener out there I am your Dungeon Master Paul And I just want to let you know that we could not have made it to 100 episodes. That's crazy. 100 episodes without you and your support. And even more specifically, thank you to our patrons who have helped to make this show possible with their continued financial support. Those who pledge at the $5 tier get a shout out at the end of the show. But the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher. So they get their supporter shout out right now. Ryan Cushman and Gene L. Jackson. And hey, it's episode 100, so thanking you is the primary focus of this mid roll I don't want to keep you too long from the season one and Dosh miniseries finale. However, we do want to let you know that because this is the season one finale, we will be taking a break before launching season two. You'll be seeing some things go up on the main feed while we prepare the next set of episodes but the majority of our activity will be moving to Patreon until November 2022. So if you want to keep getting your Fix of Death Saving Bros content, please check us out at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros. For as little as $2, you'll get access to bonus episodes, bloopers, conversational recaps, and more. And don't forget, we did just restructure our tiers, so most of that extra content is available, at the two dollar tier all we want to do is share as much of this content with you as possible because once again we just are so thankful for every listener out there we thank you we love you and we appreciate you we'll see you in a few months for season two without further ado we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming
4: All right, man, are you gonna follow me? Are you with me? I... am.
5: And
0: just as he starts to move forward, you hear screaming from the warehouse floor. And, uh, it's very clearly is going,
7: Oh, God, says it's a big, scary demon! Fuck! Fuck! Fuck!
2: Uh, Why did Figus become such a bitch? I thought he was, like, actually getting to the point he could handle <laughs> this. And now he's just scared of everything.
6: He was just thrown down the fucking stairs. And woke up with a demon in front of him. Uh,
4: I don't know. Now I gotta either go save Figus from a demon or chase the bad guy. I'm gonna chase the bad guy. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear anything and I'm hopping down the hole <laughs> if man wants to deal with it. I guess he can
2: Damn, that's cold. Okay. Um,
0: so you go ahead and you jump down that hole and man shouts down the hole
5: after you Can Figus handle himself? No
4: <laughs> We've certainly <laughs> been trying to train him. This is his liver die situation. This is his final test.
5: I Can understand that? He will live or die. Let's get this son of a bitch. Because Dash owes me money for it. Shit. <laughs> and he
0: jumps down into the hole with you, and uh, you guys start heading off into the dark. What's going
2: to happen to my savings account? Honey? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a join
6: account yet? <laughs> no, not no. with that. Cr- 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 and cr- by the way, can you too.
2: sign
3: this prenup? <laughs> <laughs>
6: You didn't sign it before you were married.
0: So while Man and Donovan go chasing after Hoke down this tunnel, let's go ahead and cut to the people that have been patiently waiting outside. Um,
4: I think they've more been like blatantly stalling
2: than patiently waiting. <laughs> no, we've just been. <laughs>
4: Don't know what to do. I'm
7: always in the dark.
2: We've just been having a silent disco this whole time. <laughs>
7: They're just all hot. to Do on, the
2: sponge, sponge. Do <laughs> the sponge. We threw in the Macarena in there. We, we had a conga line going. <laughs> okay, here's a question. Guys all
4: just on peyote in a drum circle.
2: If
0: Taylor was DJing, like, let's say, digitizing actual songs that you guys enjoyed, would you like her better? As
4: far as... She would have songs <laughs> like The Last Dragonborn from <laughs> Dragon Force.
3: She plays exclusively Jonas Brothers. <laughs>
2: or
6: just all power metal.
2: Yeah, just year 3000 playing on repeat out there and we're just going hard. You just
6: had to bring that up, didn't you, motherfucker?
2: (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, Paul. Are you trying to get us to like Taylor finally on episode 100, which is the last episode finally? Is this like her big moment is to have us give her a crisp high five and say you're alright? Because it's not happening, if that's what you're going for. (laughs) Yeah, and canon...
3: Canon from uh, the the regular end of the regular campaign, like
4: Dash still hates her.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair, but you know, just enough to put up with her.
4: I don't even think Dash tries to put up with. her. Uh, Dash just tried to kill himself <laughs> on multiple occasions
3: <laughs> Josh just by the or, mention or Josh of her name. Open contempt at every possible chance.
2: Okay, now well, what would it do for our marriage if all of a sudden Josh developed bisexual feelings towards Taylor?
3: Divorce Annulment immediately. Really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Your love for me is not strong enough that uh no <laughs> that you'd agree to a threesome, with Taylor. It'd be Ugh. your
4: typical homicide suicide. He kills you and then kills himself for even considering marrying somebody who could like Taylor.
2: Yeah, I'm not saying that that Josh has feelings here. I'm just just <laughs> brainstorming, just
0: hypothetically. Um, okay. Well, anyways, Taylor is running press digitation, and she is playing a bunch of different music for you guys as you're waiting out there because clearly it's been a long ass time no idea what's taking Donovan and Figus so long to try and message you. And then you see a bunch of people stream out of the warehouse.
2: Do you do anything or take any notice of that? Depends. I mean, do we notice it? Yeah. What uh what song is Taylor playing right now? <laughs> I think that has a lot to do with uh Sandstorm Darud.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: no, we're we're completely absorbed in that then. <laughs> okay well then
2: uh could you see that we lost our responsibilities that bad that we're sitting out there with that playing and we're just (laughs) all sitting in a circle jamming
3: like to use minor illusion to cause a laser light shadow (laughs)
2: Okay,
0: so then uh, probably another five minutes goes by and then <laughs> and then there is um, an explosion in the warehouse.
3: Sweet pyrotechnics.
0: <laughs> and uh, the one corner of the warehouse just completely is demolished. It explodes in shrapnel shards of wood. The whole side of the building is gone.
4: Did my tunnel collapse?
0: No, no, you and uh, man are still still on your way,
4: God, I really don't think Figus made that one.
2: <laughs> do do we all just believe that this is part of the laser light show that there's like <laughs> the explosions going on now and we're just even getting more into it now? Uh, at
0: this point, Taylor is definitely she just rah, record scratch. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I would like to pull out my loot. And pick up where she left off.
0: Dash, shut the
7: fuck up! Something's wrong! Oh. <laughs> Interesting.
6: You know,
4: if Taylor needed to get everybody's attention, she could just barrel roll real
6: quick. <laughs> Do a barrel roll! Do a barrel roll! Barrel roll. So
2: there's an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: fine. Let's look at the explosion.
6: Okay, bye.
2: <laughs> I would like to look around and say, oh yeah, wasn't there uh something that we were supposed to do? Who's uh whose job was it to check in with uh with the people on the inside?
3: Uh, I think it was Taylor.
7: No, it definitely wasn't me.
3: Are are you sure?
2: So then who was it, Taylor?
7: Well, I I I thought it was Dash.
3: Oh, so you're trying to just throw the blame right back on me when you were too busy DJing here. Well, that's why I was DJing,
0: because I'm the dragon.
3: I thought it was Jack. Why would you DJ? I'm the bard.
0: Yeah, look how well that's worked out for you.
3: Oh, I'll have you know my music is beloved by all.
2: His music makes me wet.
3: (laughs) See? (laughs) Hey,
2: hey.
0: Fogus and Donovan are in there. And they need our help. Let's go, all right? If you're not going to come, then I'll go.
3: Wilhelmina, you want to come along? Don't worry. They'll come okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, now Finrail is someone I can respect and get behind. Whoa. (laughs)
2: Whoa, 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 honey.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you there, Dosh. And Wilhelmina says,
5: Actually, yes, Finn. Thank you for finally respecting me enough to include me.
0: Hey, Wilhelmina, you know... Let's just do this thing. All right, let's go.
5: I couldn't agree more.
0: And they hop off of Taylor, and they
2: start running towards the explosion. So, okay, let me ask you this from, like, a perception angle of things. We see the explosion at kind of the big entrance of the tunnel.
0: No, 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 no. You don't see it from the entrance to the tunnel. So for the listeners who know that there is a tunnel, the tunnel would have been on the right side of the building. It is the left Front of the building that has exploded and just gone to shit, where all the barrels of gunpowder were.
2: Gotcha. So then, would there be any other spot from the outside, like perspective, that we would think of, like entrance or exit points? Because I feel like if there was an explosion in one place and you go right at it, that's where you're going to encounter anything that might have caused the explosion. So we might try to go another path so that we don't run in in plain sight. But if there's like any other entrance exit points anything like that
0: yeah that makes sense so you can see from a uh, vantage point from far away that there are two main entrances into this building there is the front entrance where um, the listeners know that all of the uh, workers streamed out of and where Donovan and figus went in and then there is uh, the back door where the mine cart and tracks lead up into the mountain
6: neither one of you assholes <laughs> say it, <Damn> it. <laughs> hey <I'm> honey <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is it kooky bear you think maybe cookie uh, bear. <laughs> maybe you could try the uh, the back door today mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to what what do we usually do
2: <laughs> like boats huh? boats Docking. Okay. Anyways, sweetie, I thought you'd never ask. Let's do it. Let's do the backdoor.
4: Been fasting for
2: days. (laughs) Been been prepping my body for for days now. Nothing but coffee to clear shit out and kale. Big
4: beef bean burrito. Uh,
0: Taylor says, "Oh my god!" Fine. And then she leaps up and starts bounding across the ground in her dragon form towards the back entrance to the building.
3: Are we Are we still on top of her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> should we
2: have all done that simultaneously? You should have let us know.
3: <laughs> I still have my loot out, so I just like to do a nice, uh, nice deep metal riff. <laughs> and then go straight into Sandstorm.
0: All right, go ahead and roll a performance check to see how well you do it while Taylor is bounding over the ground.
3: I rolled a Well, I got a 21. I rolled an eight. (laughs) Wow. Huh? Wow. My performance skill is through the roof.
6: Okay. Your husband must be very proud of you.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, you're playing Darude as uh, Taylor is making her way to that... uh, Back entrance to the warehouse where the mine cart and tracks are leading out and into the mountains. And as you approach, you can see that inside there is all this machinery that we described last episode. There's a giant conveyor belt going down the middle of the warehouse. There were multiple layers of the conveyor belts. There were tumblers and washes and chemicals. And... Go ahead and give me a perception check. Everybody can. Even me. Except Donovan.
3: A nat 20. Oh, really?
6: Because I also rolled a nat 20.
3: Amazing. What did you roll, sweetie? Ben
4: rolls a nat 1.
2: You fucked us. Actually, I just rolled a nat 20 as well. I'm not even dicking you.
4: So so they just... Find uh, Hoke as he's running underground and just stick their hand in and pull him out like a carrot.
3: <laughs> pull him out like a turnip. Uh, we get thermovision. No. So. Turnip? As you I reach. See, so wait, hold on. Did you guys actually roll Nat 20s yeah. as well?
4: Yeah.
2: So I look at it.
4: The entire. I'm afraid to try to roll right now.
2: It's actually crazy that three of us rolled Nat 20s. <laughs> that's something that's that probably not even, even that important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just. Yeah, I see her. I see everybody's in their, in their tray. <laughs> that is, that is bananas. What you
0: guys do see is, I mean, it's not super important, but it's also not irrelevant because what you see is a figure that is coated in debris and soot and dust dragging behind it a massive lump that has a bunch of pointy spikes coming off of it and the figure has in its one hand this thing that it's lugging behind it, and in the other hand has a sword that's dragging along the ground.
3: Let's pretend we didn't see that. <laughs> if that's concerning.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we're if we're being in all reality here, I'm not sure if as a party we would just stop and fight unnecessary shit right now. We'd probably be beelining to try to find figus and Donovan like Cher. So I'm not sure that we would stop unless we saw any sign or trace that they were there. Right? Or am I wrong in this? Or like, would we just fight shit?
3: Yeah, I guess at the moment we're just trying to find figus and Donovan and then...
2: If this was if the Revengers saw, if, if this was the Hulk. Revengers, we would definitely stop and fight anything. We'd be like, oh, big guy, let's fucking kill him. But I feel like these characters are not as.
6: Yeah, I guess yeah. We would just try to find.
2: We're just looking for someone we know, or someone we recognize, or someone. <laughs> Unless we don't know what Hoke looks like, do we? Like,
3: I'd never met him, and I didn't even know like what he looked like.
2: All right. Well, as we go by the big monster thing, I'm going to look and be like, "Is that Hoke?
3: Um, you know, I'm inclined to say no, but I mean, we've seen some weird shit, so maybe it is. Probably not, though.
6: Should we cast the drive-by Firebolt?
3: <laughs> Why the fuck not?
2: All of us in unison just do something ranged.
3: Southside, motherfucker!
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is the park, bitch! Are we actually doing this? I mean, I'd be fine to just wing one off at it as we... Do we have to go past this thing to get into the building? This thing is
0: coming from the depths of the building
3: can tailor
2: fit inside? well let me ask this once we're at this point somebody could remember to uh message them are you saying that in character no then we don't well i'm just saying like i'm trying to think from a character perspective (laughs) like once we were like hey whose job is it we're all pointing fingers at i thought it was you i thought it was you i thought it was you did we just do that whole skit and bit of like whose job was it? We all pointed fingers, and then still nobody did it. <laughs> still not
4: my job. I'm not taking responsibility for it. I mean, you could always just remember in character, since you've remembered out of character so many times. And you I explain could. How yes. relevant it
3: could be. If I do it now, then that implies that I was supposed to have done it before, and it was my responsibility, <laughs> which I'm not
4: taking responsibility for.
2: No, but in all reality, Josh does not have message or anything to communicate, so (laughs) it definitely wasn't my job. So that's why I'm not, like, in character remembering to do it. Somebody was going to do it so that we would know where to go. But that was just my question as we were going in. So which direction or what were we going to do if we go past the demon or ignore him? Then, like, what was our plan?
3: (laughs) Can we pass the demon while we're still, like, riding Taylor?
0: Um, the, so, again, the thing that you're seeing, this dust-covered figure dragging a sword in one hand and a big lump with spikes in the other hand is inside the warehouse and coming towards you.
3: So, can we pass it whilst aboard Taylor? Are
0: you trying to go into the warehouse or are you trying to go somewhere else? Okay, if you're going into the warehouse, no. Taylor cannot fit into the warehouse without crashing through the building, which has a bunch of other hazards with it.
3: Hmm. That sounds like we might have to fight it a little bit.
2: Well, how large is this compared to Taylor? Like, is it the same size as Taylor in dragon form? Smaller than Taylor? Like, and it was large. but It's about six foot That's not big at all. Oh, I was picturing, like...
3: Taylor, step on him.
0: I can't fit in there.
2: Wait until he walks out and step on him. Let's lure him out with sweet melodies. (laughs)
3: Hey, demon, we've got Ecstasy and Loose Raving Girls out here. (laughs) Loose Raving Girls. yes
0: as soon as you call that out you see the figure drop drop the sword and the lumpy object with the spikes and fall to its knees and you just hear oh sis I'm
7: so happy to see you
3: wait it's Figus yeah Figus is six foot what what big ass kid what
2: I'm so happy we didn't do this drive-by <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that how old been, is Figus? That would have been the demise of Figus. Like, 14?
3: Jeez.
0: He's somewhere between like 14 and 16.
3: Yeah, I guess. I'm upset that he's half a foot taller than I am. <laughs> I mean,
0: if you want to be really specific then yeah, sure, he, he's like, I don't know 5'10", but I rounded up to 6.
4: Just like on Tinder.
0: Figus? The hell happened here?
7: Well, Josh, um, we went in to see Hoke, and then Hoke tried to kill us, and then man showed up, and then Hoke disappeared, and then Donovan threw me out the door down the stairs, and then I was chased by this spiky demon, and I fought it, and I killed it by setting off that explosion, and then I chopped off its head, and uh yeah, so I did it.
3: Why did you chop off his head? Because he likes to be metal. (laughs)
7: Because we double tap demons.
4: Hell yeah. (laughs) Yes,
7: he's
2: remembered his training.
4: (laughs) So there's like, I was so scared. So I just stabbed him 87 times in the chest.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Carl, that kills (laughs)
3: people.
6: I guess that kills people.
2: I walk up and I just give him a crisp high five because he has earned it.
4: Remember the hammer bottoms would be that proud,
2: I know, but I mean, just hearing He's, that he still do good, Jeff hearing that he was able to destroy this demon explode a place, cut off its head like all on his own i I don't know him well, but I'm proud of him <laughs> did well, thank you sir i i'm I'm pretty tuckered out I'm going to be honest, all right, that's fine. you could
6: uh rest up. But chug this healing potion. <laughs> Let's get active. That's an option.
0: Um at that point, Wilhelmina and Finrail appear at the exploded part of the building, and they see all of you gathered around Figus,
5: and they go, Oh, thank God, Figus! Figus, I'm so happy to see that you're
6: alive. Well, don't coddle him now. Let him be let him have his man moment. Let me see that head. I want that head? I'll show you some head. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, So Fygus (laughs) rolls the head towards you. He just kind of like leans and falls against it, and it goes rolling towards you and lands at your
6: feet. Do I know what kind of demon this is?
0: Give me a religion or a nature check, either one. Since you are a priest, um, you would have some semblance of familiarity with the demons of the abyss because of Heleros' help with... Ridding Trugala of demons. Um, just figured I would give you the option.
6: 21.
0: A 21? Yeah, you know exactly what type of demon this is. This is called a Hezrau, a magic resistant creature that has a terrible, terrible stench. So even as you're inspecting the head, you realize how bad it smells. And it's incredibly difficult to kill. It's got big old pointy teeth. It looks like a big old muscular bipedal frog
6: pretty hot so <laughs> fargus how did you uh, how did you kill this
7: well sir like i said um it started chasing me and i'll be honest at first i just started running around and then i got up on the conveyor belt and i managed to dump a load of rocks on its head to stun it and then i stabbed it a couple of times and then uh, it chased me some more so i ran into the gunpowder room Oh, I guess we don't know what it's called, gunpowder. I went into the blasting powder room, and then I managed to lock it in there and set the place on fire, and it exploded and hurt it enough that I was able to then come in and decapitate it.
3: So you dropped a load on it, then you penetrated it a couple times, and then there's a big explosion, and then you got some head.
2: And now you're covered in dust. <laughs>
7: I suppose that's one way to summarize it.
2: So, do you know then where Donovan likes Cher? And you said, I think you said somebody there. There's a man with him. Um, do we
6: do we see Dasha's face? <laughs> drop.
2: Do you know where he and that man are?
7: I didn't see them come out of the of the office. Perhaps they barricaded themselves in there after the explosion.
2: All right, well, it seems like uh, we should go to the office to help them. Where's the office? He
0: points and uh, you make your way over to the office. The door has been blasted open. the the shutters that had been dropped earlier when Donovan and man and Hoke were in there, those have been blasted apart. and you can see the bookcases open and you can see the trap door. Nobody's in there.
2: I'd like to drop a torch down the trapdoor because I imagine it's dark and I want to see how far it goes.
0: Uh, It is only like a seven foot drop.
4: Thank God, because I did not think (laughs) to look before I jumped.
3: (laughs) I guess at this point, since we don't know where they are, now I will finally get around to sending a message and I will attempt to message a point just kind of down the hole. Okay. a big broad sweeping point to encompass as much area and direction as possible and I'd like to cast a message at Donovan. Now this wasn't my responsibility. I'm not the one who was supposed to message you so don't get angry at me. I'm picking up for whoever else it was supposed to be doing. You. Um, I just wanted you to know that. And that's my message. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there is no reply another direction and say the exact same thing.
3: <laughs> I do that. Now there's a reply.
2: So,
0: Dosh, you know that the spell does not have to follow a straight line and can travel freely around corners or through openings. So, with your broad sweeping point to begin with, you're you know that you don't need to cast message again. It just either Donovan's not there or he's out of range.
2: Or he's well, dead shit Alright Well um Anybody else got any better ideas? Cause I was gonna say we could Try to find like a worker of here And ask him where that trap door leads out of But you then it just occurred to me that they probably wouldn't know about it So
6: Or the fact that the building just exploded Only part of the building Motherfucker you know for a fact those motherfuckers would have ran Nah man this is union
4: they're trying to work <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's another day in the office.
3: I mean, didn't we establish that Hulk was like evil uh, D&D Jeff Bezos? Yes. So they're definitely still in the the warehouse. (laughs) Hmm.
0: I said earlier that the workers did run, so if you did search the warehouse, they would be gone still.
3: I guess we could just jump down there and start hauling ass.
2: I guess I have no other sense of a direction that we would go, because when we perceived this from the outside, we saw... No other spot that this trapdoor would let out at, so...
6: I got a question. Yeah. What does Divine Intervention do? Because, like, I'll tell you what my sheet reads. (laughs) Percentile die less than or equal to cleric level. On success, Hilaros does some BS.
2: (laughs) So, it sounds like you roll a d100. And what cleric level
6: are you? 11. Or no, 10.
2: So, you roll a d100... And if you roll less than 10 on it, then Helleros will do some shit.
0: Yeah, Helleros will do what you ask of him. If you roll a 10 or less.
6: Well, that's fucking wait, stupid. Wait, wait, Intervene.
2: Based on where this is at within the story, is Helleros even still a god? Or, like, because of all how our campaign ended and, like, all the gods, like, left?
6: Isn't that before this?
2: I, that's what I mean. This is before that, right? Yeah. Yes.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Before there's no gods, because then after, if you try to use that, you would just get like crickets, and it would just be like, oh.
6: Well, I'm also a. I forgot I was a paladin too. Forgot I just dual class as a paladin. (laughs) Definitely didn't write any of that shit down.
2: All right. Well, so is anybody doing anything? Are we going in this hole? I guess we're going in the hole. Wait. I guess mm... I'll follow
6: you two into the hole. Not my favorite thing to do, Uh... but sure.
2: Oh. Uh
3: huh. Does. Donovan have a particular Taste object? Men. Yeah. Taste in men. <laughs> uh I wanted to see if I could cast locate objects on something that I know Donovan to be carrying. It just has to be something I've like seen be familiar with, so even if it's just
4: like, you know, his hat or whatever. I am wearing my clothes. What like what? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen my crossbow. You've uh
3: all right, I, I, I guess it doesn't really matter just uh yeah I'll go with this crossbow just something I know him to be in possession of
0: okay and what exactly are you going
3: to cast locate objects I can locate objects in the direction and motion up to a thousand feet shit
4: it's a lot better than uh, a <laughs> to whisper or message I mean
0: okay um yeah so it'll last
4: for ten minutes if I so choose
0: when you cast that, you are aware of the fact that Donovan's crossbow is moving ahead of you and is approximately 900 feet ahead of you.
2: Right on the edge. Yeah. tally boys! Yeah, I mean, I guess, without us knowing the layout of everything, there's no real good way to like cut off where they're going to <laughs> cut the time down, so our best bet is just to try to follow, but we will be significantly behind.
3: Unless... I guess we could also, assuming this tunnel like lets out somewhere, and we now have like a
2: direction of like which way, like if they're going over to the left, we could be like, oh, there might be an exit point over there. Yeah.
3: So I guess we could run back out and see if we can follow from outside and see if it lets out anywhere.
2: Do we want to split up and have like Ben and Billy run through run
3: through the tunnel of love?
2: Yeah, run <laughs> through the tunnel, and we'll go around or Secret vice tunnel. versa. Two lovers.
4: I'm just gonna be there fighting Hoke, uh, and we'll just hear like moaning coming from the tunnels. Just like, <laughs> what is going on? Or we can just haul ass.
2: All right, we haul ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do we want to delve into this hole together? <laughs> Sounds like that's the best bet. So I just I I jump into the hole.
0: You guys all get in the hole. You start running down the tunnel, and uh, for the most part, you're staying pretty even with the locate object spell you can still tell that Donovan is ahead of you but then after a minute or two the object stops and is just staying put. You're getting closer and closer you're running for a few minutes before you finally catch up and you see two men ahead of you or two male figures rather and uh, there is a wall of solid stone and they're like kind of pawing at it
2: what the hell are you guys doing? Josh, is that you?
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Say, <laughs> <laughs> so Hoke took off down this tunnel, and I just, it dead ends into this wall here. He must have cast a wall, or, uh...
2: And who the fuck are you with, Donovan-like share? Figa
4: said he knew this guy.
2: My name is
4: Mad. And he's part of the Shade Arrows. Oh, hey, Man. Yes, Dosh. Man
5: or man. <laughs> oh You just couldn't stay away, could you? Or did you forget that you owe me for killing Hoke Vanderberg?
3: Well, is he dead?
5: Not yet.
3: Oh, then maybe hold off on the sass. Dosh, you know this wannabe assassin.
2: <laughs> you see uh you see Josh get visibly upset, like jealous, like is this a man from your past? <laughs>
3: I mean, I guess he is technically a man from
2: my past. I don't like the way you keep saying his name. I don't. I don't like this. Why, Neither do I. Why do you
3: keep, do uh, do you keep moaning mean, his uh, name? That's how he he says it. I'm just uh, I'm just trying to say his name. I'm trying to be respectful, man. It's man, man,
2: man,
4: man, 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 dude, bro, whatever. Yeah, Dosh, Do you know why he won't stop doing that?
2: <laughs> he keeps just moaning his own name. Other people are supposed to moan your name. What the fuck?
4: Ah. You seem to know this wannabe assassin from before.
5: (laughs) Hoke would have been dead today if you hadn't shown up.
2: Well, excuse me.
5: (laughs) But I can still get him if we open whatever this wall is.
2: Yeah,
4: uh, the guy who can currently cast doors through walls is taking a leak.
6: (sighs) In the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you look over and you're like, what? <laughs>
3: Just draining the main vein.
6: <laughs> yeah, sorry. You um, know, it doesn't matter how many times you shake it, it still runs down your leg. It's unfortunate. I can't wait to get old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm 187. My dad didn't make Master uh, Tinker till he was 490. <laughs> Yeah, so who's got gunpowder?
4: I do. Wait, what do you need gunpowder for? We can't set that off in a tunnel. Why? The tunnel will collapse. And? And we're under the tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) Can anyone else explain this to him? Are you okay, Jack Jackerson? <laughs> you need to talk to someone? I'm a... It sounds like you want to die. <laughs> I mean, I don't have gunpowder.
6: <laughs> I cast Zone of Truth. Who has gunpowder? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, so what it looks... cast like...
2: Zone of Truth. Who was supposed to cast Message?
6: <laughs> <laughs> so what it looks like we need is a way through this wall of some sort.
2: In a timely manner. <laughs>
5: Yes, it is a wall of stone.
6: Right. Is it stone shape that makes fucking doors? Is that what it is?
5: Specifically through stone? Yes.
0: You can shape stone.
6: Wow. Why was I even going to look it up? (laughs) I'll just shape this stone. (laughs) What shape are you going to make? Exactly. I don't fucking... Do I have to roll for this?
0: No, it's just an ability and you do it.
6: I do that. I'm going to go up. I'm going to put my hands on the stone wall and say, open sesame.
2: All right. Well, that's all I can do.
6: (laughs) Well, I've done all I can do. And then I want to make a large enough door that we can all fit through.
2: All right. So
0: you uh, cast the fourth level spell, and it transforms a five-foot section of the stone in front of you into a hole that you can fit through. And you see on the other side that there is a lever that Hoke had pulled to drop the stone into place. It was a door. Doorception.
6: One guy kicks doors open, the other one just goes through doors. I like my character development. <laughs> Very good progressions. <laughs> okay,
4: he hasn't been... He didn't sail off this door too long before you guys got here, so if we hurry, we might be able to catch
6: up to him. Why don't we just shoot fireball down the tunnel?
4: Actually... Can I shoot another seeking arrow at him? <laughs> Has it been within a minute that I've, that he's put that up? Or actually, no. Wait, when I was chasing him, I never saw him. I was just running down a trail after him. Correct.
6: Mm, let's haul ass. Done all I can do. Haul ass. Yeah, I want to run as fast as my priestly robes allow me to.
0: I want to
1: haul ass, and I will
4: haul ass. Oh, yes. I don't like the way that. you said
2: that. I will hold. Oh. <laughs> he is an ass assassin. <laughs>
6: ah. Die.
0: All right, so you guys go tearing down this tunnel, and uh, as you run, you notice that the tunnel starts to lead up, and you come out onto a grassy knoll, and just off to the right, you can see the entrance to a mine tunnel. In
4: one of the nearby mountains,
6: an entrance to a mine tunnel.
4: Mountains, you say? So we're out in the open air, like the out outside yes, now. Yes,
0: the uh, the tunnel has slowly progressed up, and you are now in the open air again.
4: Is <laughs> Can it uh, anyone track? Is it within a reasonable eye shot of the exploded factory? I would like to know if I send a. F- flare-type sparkly boom right above us if Taylor would know to come that way. Could, could see that.
0: Yes, yes. In that case, you could do that because you've gone about just shy of two kilometers at this point.
4: You know, since I'm not very magical, can, can anybody here send a flare-up for that dragon lady? Or if not, am I, am I able to craft? No, you know, we don't have that kind of time. I was going to see if I can craft my crossbow to how Hoke had his to make explodey rounds. You could just light a wick on it and shoot it
3: straight into the air.
2: I mean, somebody just shoot a quick firebolt up in the air and let's keep it moving.
4: I don't have firebolt.
2: Does anybody have firebolt? My goodness.
6: I feel like if I redid all my spells like I was going to, I definitely would.
4: Man. Would minor
2: illusion the fuck can you do? (laughs) Of
6: have
5: I am very good at shooting arrows.
2: Do you have any exploding tip ones, fire arrows, anything that can go up in the air to uh, signify where we're at? I am a shade arrow, not some hawk eye.
4: Wait. <laughs> that one hurt me to hawk listen hawk
2: to. Hawkeye. Ha! Well, anyways, <laughs> maybe, we can't, maybe we can't alert Taylor.
6: What if um, I made my voice boom? Would they hear it?
2: I mean, it's worth a
0: shot.
6: Yeah, I'll use thaumaturgy.
0: Okay. And what do you say? Or what, what noise do you make? <laughs>
7: ah! <laughs> ah, <laughs> The
3: screaming cowboys <laughs> over the mountains. Cast minor allusions to a big copy of Jack Jackerson's face
6: appears in, in the, the sky, <laughs> sky and
2: it's just. <laughs> ah, yeah! <laughs>
6: That's exactly what I was going for too That's exactly what happened God that music video is so <laughs> terrible too It's like
4: figus can be that boy in a robe on a mountain That's just dancing for no reason <laughs> And then the cowboys starts screaming <laughs> Yes
3: Like how this is the second time
4: This has come up in our show Just the second I'm, I'm disappointed
6: No, I'm more than that. But yes I just want to scream Nothing just scream
0: mm-hmm. Okay Unfortunately, Thaumaturgy would not allow your face to show up, but yes, you, you... What if
3: I cast Minor Illusion whilst it happens? Then yes. Nice.
0: Sweet. So you, you set off the uh, the call to arms for your dragon, but uh, what are you going to do? Because uh, Hoke is
2: still theoretically running.
4: Not break stride?
2: Yeah, I would like to make it known that I am a natural explorer of mountains which means that I am an expert tracker of whatever I want to track in mountains. And make it be known that the difficult terrain will not slow the group. We cannot become lost except by magical means. Um, even if engaged in other activities while traveling, we remain alert to danger. We are not slowed at all. When we forage, we find twice as much food. <laughs> That's going to be useful. Never <laughs> Um, and while tracking other creatures, you can learn their exact number, their sizes, and how long ago they passed through the area. So, what I imagine is we should be able to continue to track Hoke. We should be able to keep up with when we last saw him, and uh, or like how long ago he had passed through this area, and be able to find the direction that he went to keep following him.
4: Actually, yeah, if we even figure out how long ago he was here once, that'd be useful.
2: Can I make an,
0: a check of some sort? Yes, of course. You can... Uh roll a survival
2: check to go ahead and track Oak. Right. Not gonna lie, that's another natural 20. All right. Yeah,
0: you immediately spot his footprints and they lead directly to that uh,
2: mine shaft. Okay, well, I think we keep hauling ass this way, boys.
4: To the shaft! How long ago was he there?
2: I don't know. How long ago was he there?
0: With a nat 20, you know that he passed through no... Fewer than a few minutes ago. He was only just ahead of you. And uh, he gained a little bit of a lead when you were stopped by the stone door. So, uh, again, that mine shaft is not too far up ahead of you. He's probably just inside
2: there. All right.
4: Seeking arrow. (laughs) Well,
2: well, boys, it's been a few minutes. Let's uh, enter into the shaft. And I run towards shaft hole. Uh, when you arrive at the mine shaft, you can
0: see, if you glance back, the tracks of the mine cart wind up leading down to the warehouse where the blasting powder was being refined. And uh, there are torches lit in this mine shaft. So clearly things have been coming and going and may still be in there.
2: How do you want to proceed in? I think the quickest way would be if uh, we jump in the minecart that's conveniently at the top of this shaft and we ride it down to close the gap of distance here.
1: Sure. Wee.
4: Can anybody cast silence on us while we do that?
6: Yes. But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I can. I cast. How does silence work? Does it? Is it work per zone or is it us?
4: You. You pick a spot. And it like, radiates from there. But if you make the spot, something that moves inside the cart too... It doesn't move with the cart if I...
2: Well, if you make the spot like the cart the floor, cart. then it would follow the cart.
4: It would just be in a dome of silence,
6: and you he wouldn't hear us coming. Dungeon Masters is correct.
2: I will rule in your
0: guys' favor right now. If you cast it on a point, which is centered on the mine cart, then yes, the zone of silence will move with you.
4: Here, silence my shoe. Because <laughs>
6: if you cast it... <laughs> kick him in the Otherwise, face. I will never hear it coming. <laughs>
4: Shh.
3: If you cast it on a point in space, then, you know, the planet's spinning, and it's immediately going to spin out of your way. That's why he didn't.
0: This is a one-time thing cuz it's episode 100 because that is that would totally come back to bite me in the ass because from here on out <laughs> you could be like, "Oh, cast it on my shoe." That's that's a point.
4: And then I throw my shoe.
0: Yeah. Um quick so run with the shoe. In this in this case, yes, I will I will give you a boon as your DM and let you center it on the minecart.
6: Cool. I don't. <coughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Telly-ho.
6: Okay. I cast. I cast silence. I'm just joshing.
2: Can we all just be like air rowing in the cart to make it go faster?
6: But in the point of silence, while you're do <laughs> 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 Wait.
3: Well, yeah. Can we hear ourselves within? Oh, I guess it' like a bubble that we can. We can speak in and...
2: I don't think that that's how silence works, unfortunately. We're but
3: just...
6: Whoops.
0: Yeah, everything <laughs> inside the bubble is absolutely no sound.
6: So we're having the craziest silent rave of all time.
4: <laughs> silent Disco was invented on this day, baby.
6: So you pile in the mine
0: cart, you push it onto the track so that it starts moving down this mine shaft, and uh, it goes for... 120 feet and then suddenly you're opened up into this large cavern and the minecart passes over a circular section of wood and then as soon as you realize that there's a wall of wood up ahead of you and it's closed off and you see a tunnel to the left and a tunnel to the right
3: Like we're just barreling quickly towards this wall of wood? You're
0: moving very quickly it's not it's not like uh, impossible to stop the minecart
3: I'd like to yell out
2: (laughs) 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 we're in silence (laughs) alright Donovan starts pulling the brakes and I should know and still be able to track which direction you said that it splits off left and right so from a tracking perspective which way did he go you would have to do another survival check
0: Um, But right now, you've braked and you've stopped inside this cavern just at the edge of the tunnel that you were about to go down where there was a wall of wood. And then to your left is a tunnel and to your right is a tunnel and then that big circular wooden piece in the middle of the cavern. So yeah, you just want me to roll survival again? If you want to track, look for tracks, then yeah, you need another survival check. Of
2: course. Of course.
0: Uh, looking down at the ground around you, you can see that there are a bunch of different tracks on the ground. There are, like, some shuffling footprints, and then there are some cleaner footprints. And the cleaner footprints are moving around the edge of that inner circle, or, sorry, not that inner circle, but around that wooden piece in the center of the cavern, and then they they just kind of appeared out of nowhere, and then they disappear into
2: nowhere. Guys, footprints over there by that uh, wooden. But since it kind of looks like they appear and disappear, I would imagine there's some sort of door in the ground there, and it would make sense if they like if they're like circling around that he like walked around it, pulled it up, and then disappeared. So that's at least my thoughts. I should maybe also
0: add a little detail that um, on the wooden art is a section of mine cart track and then there are mine cart tracks that lead into the tunnel to the left and to the right
4: i like to investigate these footy prints in the wooden thing in the middle
0: give me an investigation check there donovan
4: what's the stat that that boosts with
0: intelligence
4: natural 20 <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you know We needed to have something amazing on episode 100. How how many Nat 20s has that been? Five. That is incredible.
4: My first one, though.
0: That's true. Looking at this, you can tell that if you move, that the wooden piece can be moved. And that if you move it in a certain way, you'll align the track so that the mine cart can go onto a different track but it also seems that with a natural 20, that there is an inner circle as well that is currently not aligned with the
4: tracks. I want to click it together.
0: Okay, so you go to move the inner circle and suddenly all of the wooden doors around the circle pop open and in the track directly ahead of you where the minecart was headed, out comes shuffling these... Just wretched looking meat monsters. They're they look like zombies, but they've got weird growths coming out of their backs and they're gnashing their teeth and like ar. Hot. and out of the right tunnel you can hear a yipping, sort of like a coyote noise, but the yip is starting to instill this terrible fear in you. But to the left there's nothing.
4: Do we fight or do we just run to the nothing? We don't have time for this shit. Let's run to the nothing. <laughs> run to the nothing.
2: To the nothing.
0: All right. So you head to the left. You start and you're just running. You're not taking the minecart anymore. No. <laughs> we just align the minecart tracks.
4: Eh. We push the mine down the other tunnel to distract them.
0: Uh, they are not distracted, and they the things are shuffling after you, and you can hear the yips getting closer. Man starts to run with you, but then he stops and says.
5: I will seal the door behind you. Go kill that despicable man. Wait, you want me to kill you?
4: Oh No, no, no questions.
5: (laughs) Attack him. He has to to kill him. We
4: all heard it. (laughs)
5: My name is Man.
0: And he goes back and uh, moves the inner circle. And just before the wooden door slams shut, separating you from Man, you see him start bolting towards the opening to the entire mine shaft that you had originally come through.
4: Damn, that guy's cool. <laughs> Let's keep going.
2: Man, who was that guy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: if he doesn't kill Hoke, then I don't have to pay him.
2: <laughs> you
0: run down this track, and at the end of the tunnel, as you're drawing near, you can hear a bunch of rummaging, and you can hear what sounds like grunting and, like, the shuffling of boxes around You turn a corner, and there at the end of the tunnel is Hoke Venderberg. His black doublet and pants are dusty, and he is bleeding from his right shoulder where he had been shot the first time by Donovan. He's lifting a crate onto this massive pile of crates and barrels, and you can see a faint dusting of that black blasting powder And as soon as Hoke hears you and realizes that you've turned the corner, he grabs a torch off the wall and holds it over the pile of blasting powder.
4: Hoke, stop. You don't want to do that.
1: I am a businessman. All I wanted to do was open up a path for Trugala to enter the free cities.
4: Well, what you got right there, you're going to open a path... That's going to bring the entire earth down on all of us. Does... Is
3: Dosh familiar with Thaumaturgy? Like, does he know what effects it's capable of?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't see why not because I'm pretty sure uh, the Hammerbottom brothers used it too. Sure
3: did. Because
4: <laughs> Thaumaturgy can be used to dim flames. But druid craft can be used to just snuff them out. Oh, well...
3: I mean, if you were already already working on that I want to be like Hey, nice to meet you finally Hoke Venderberg Or should I call you Broke Venderberg Vicious <laughs>
2: Mockery
6: <laughs>
2: What's the saving throw?
6: You've uh, waited 10 episodes to use that,
2: huh? <laughs> He's been waiting 100 episodes to use that Alright,
0: oh
3: that's gonna God. be a... Uh,
0: Well, it doesn't really matter because he rolled a nat one.
3: Ha! 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 Kill yourself.
6: (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking about it.
3: (laughs) All right, so he takes 1d4 psychic damage.
6: Wow.
3: Big heavy hitter over there. (laughs) Plus he's paralyzed. (laughs) It's like, what? It's going to be a four, and then he also gets disadvantage on his next attack.
0: He kind of cringes at those words and says, I
1: recognize you by your bushy mustache. You must be Dosh.
3: Yes. And I see you ha- also have a glorious mustache. But unfortunately, there can be only one.
2: And that's... Vicious mockery. Vicious mockery. And now he's
1: dying. <laughs> he says, my plan was so simple. Buy up all of the metal and make the weapons. Buy up all the trees and make the arrows, blast a hole in the mountains, and profit from the war. Dash, I've heard of you trying to take over Clayton's abysmal, tiny operation in the Salt Mine Valley. You're nothing. Hey, but- that's
3: that's my uh, that's my abysmal, tiny operation you're talking about.
1: You're nothing but a hack. I am the true businessman. I'm the true visionary. And if it comes to it, I will take myself down in order to stop you from destroying my vision.
0: And he goes to toss the torch onto the pile of blasting powder.
6: Oh no, don't take yourself down. Can I
4: snuff that out before it hits the powder?
0: Well, since you did say that you were readying to do this, yes. As soon as he goes to throw that torch, you have the ability to snuff out the flame with druidcraft.
4: So as soon as he throws it and like I've been waiting for this to happen so I see it thrown and I'll just kind of I snap my finger and you'll see it just kind of like you know just, it's spinning in the air and it snuffs out and just broken you know old
6: stick lands in a pile of dust and then I'll cast sacred flame to back you up
4: <laughs> 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 hold on I got this fireball <laughs>
0: Poke wheels on all of you and says, God's damn it! God's damn you! And he picks a crossbow up off the ground and goes to heft it towards you. Like me? All of you. And you notice that it's the same crossbow that he had where it has the bag of gunpowder at the tip.
4: Ah, guys, this crossbow, uh, he's, he's not messing around. This shoots explosions. Oh, shit.
6: I also shoot shoot
4: explosions. (laughs) Priestly explosions. Guys, we can't let him shoot that crossbow. I cast
3: sleep at 6th level. Night, night, chump. Wow.
0: Okay. I I think that would be the coup de grace in this situation. Dosh just fucking does an Indiana Jones moment and just snaps his finger and puts (laughs) him to
2: sleep. Good night. Then I'm going to go up and... Crack that whip! Crack
6: that whip. I can't really do anything besides Because I'm fire. sneak
2: attacking with a whip. <laughs> <laughs> that is my weapon of choice, which does horrible amounts of low damage, but <laughs> it's too fitting to pass up.
4: This is how you consummate your marriage. <laughs>
2: this is our honeymoon. Instead of banging, we're killing guys together. Hey. So you cast Sleep there,
0: Dosh? Um,
3: yes. Which is gonna be the sleep of death? Five, seven, nine, five. I can put asleep or put to sleep fifteen d eight <laughs> HP worth of creatures. <laughs> Jesus. He just like the eyes go closed, and he just face plants straight into the dirt.
4: Like we, like everybody else,
3: thinks he died
4: because of how fast <laughs> his body's body slumped. It looks like I just power
3: word killed him to sleep.
0: His crossbow falls out of his hands, drops to the ground, and Hoke Venderberg is down.
4: He's only asleep. Kick his ass. <laughs> I'd like to disable that crossbow.
2: Yeah, I guess uh, if uh, Hubby over here <laughs> says that he's only asleep, then I'm going to have to uh, make sure I attack his sleeping corpse. How to wake him up? Well, I'd like to make sure it's a sneak attack because I am a rogue. I am a rogue on top of a ranger, on top of a paladin, on top of a fighter, and I have a lot of things going on here.
4: Here, hold on. Before you hit him, I'm just going to put an arrow in my crossbow, lock it, and just be like, okay, as soon as he wakes up and you hit him, I'm going to hit him again, too.
2: Actually, I have no idea (laughs) if this would even work, but if I cast, like, my echo, like my fucking other version of myself that could also attack with me, I could have myself on one side, cast my echo on the other, and both of us use some sort of sneak attack, to double-penetrate this sleeping corpse. (laughs) I mean, I'd like to do something along those lines. So, that's what I'll do.
0: If if you go over there and you just start stabbing his sleeping corpse uh, with two of you and uh, Donovan is there with one of his arrows knocked (laughs) and ready, the first stab goes into Hoke's side. He goes, "Oh, Sargonis gods! And then the Echo Knight... (laughs) Goes into the other side, and then Donovan.
4: Hit him. (laughs) (laughs) Just. Forehead.
0: It goes home with a satisfying thwonk. And Hoke's bald head and curly Q mustache goes slack, and he face plants again. And he's dead.
6: I got this.
2: Everybody,
4: take over. Oh,
6: <laughs> Are you gonna animate the dead? Are you gonna bring him back now?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna use spare the dying on him. Yeah, we we didn't beat him enough. We need to
3: <laughs> need to bring him back and beat him some more.
2: For Dash, what is the sight of Josh using his echo and then killing his? Like, biggest foe or antagonist in his series, do for him.
4: I'm the stiffest I've ever been. <laughs>
6: Roll for rigidness.
4: You just have your Echo, like, Let's hold see. him down while you just, like, sh- 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 slowly stab him. Look at that, a 20 for rigidness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, is there anything else that you guys want to do in this tunnel before heading back?
6: Yeah, can we get back his body? <laughs> All his gunpowder?
2: Oh, we own all the mines now, so.
6: Does he have any
3: keys or signet rings or important documentation on his person? We do our usual looting.
0: He does have a signet ring, and,
3: um... we loot his corpse. Because I'm taking over all his shit.
0: (laughs) And, uh, that's about all he has on him right now. He has that crossbow that has the uh, flint mechanism attached to it but that's, that's all he has aside from his black doublet and the blood red ascot.
3: I would like to take the ascot. I need something to wipe my ass with. <laughs> and I'd like
4: to take his fancy crossbow.
0: All right. So then uh, you guys head back out through the mines and there are a number of demons that you have to fight your way through in order to exit the, the mine. The
6: man was killing them. Oh, I can insta-kill them
0: bastards. <laughs> oh, can you?
6: I'm pretty sure I have something that does that. That's why I like asked like what challenge rating shit was, and you're like, yeah, two is pretty common, and I'm pretty sure I could just wipe them.
0: Oh, but that is that for cleric, or is that your paladin?
6: That's also a really good question, Paul. These are phenomenal questions. I'm <laughs> glad we waited till the last episode to discuss them.
0: Well, I think that this actually will be uh, helpful for, you know, you didn't really get to use these characters all that much, all their special abilities. But uh, it starts to give you a taste of what you could play for the n- next series. Um, but your ability that you're talking about is turn undead. It is a cleric ability, and it only works on undead, not demons.
6: That might be it. I don't know.
0: Or destroy undead. You're talking about destroy undead.
6: Uh,
3: maybe. Are the undead demons? Hmm.
0: Technically speaking, no, but again, since it's the 100th episode, sure. Jack, why don't you go ahead and use your destroy undead?
6: Yeah, I just want to like look at him and point to him. And just be like, you die, you die, you die, <laughs> you die.
0: And they aren't just dropping dead. They are literally being obliterated. They are exploding into soot as you're doing this.
3: Damn, that's badass
0: so you clear you clear the uh, the mine you walk outside and you see man out there chilling with Taylor Wilhelmina Figus and Finrail who responded to that uh, giant scream that happened earlier and Taylor asks
3: so how'd it go he beat his ass that uh, was basically it yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's very uh, well said there <laughs> sweetie pie thank you honey well, then,
0: I suppose if uh, if all's right with the world and we save the realm, well, we just go home now?
4: Yes. That's all I've wanted this
3: whole
2: time. This is our home now.
3: Uh, well, I'm taking over this operation, so um, you're all trespassing our private property, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm just kidding. I'll give you a bit.
2: But <laughs> be out by morning. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all jump and freeze frame in the air. After a good laugh. New suits.
0: (laughs) 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 Alright, so freeze frame, uh, everybody celebrates, Uh, you've finally dealt with Hoke, you've saved the realm, and I'm sure that there's some more uh, DJing going on from Taylor, and then uh, some dancing before you go and deal with... Know, clean up a little bit in the warehouse area make sure that dosh asserts his dominance and like hey i'm in charge now and then everybody goes home dosh finrail wilhelmina figus and anybody else that wants to join goes back to south salt and you think all is well with the world except there is a messenger waiting with impending news of a war in trugala And I suppose that uh, thus ends our mini-series of how Dosh and his band of randoms saved the realm from utter destruction, and how he managed to get a hold of all of Hoke's assets.
3: And the greatest asset of all, (laughs) my sweetie. Oh shucks. (laughs) (laughs) Babe. Also sign these papers. You don't get any of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, running this miniseries with me. And uh, I know that things got rushed here in the last episode and we kind of had a ton of stuff to go through. But uh, I certainly hope that you had fun. I did. I really enjoyed the uh, shenanigans that happened on the way to destroying Hoke Venderberg. And uh, to all of you listeners, we really hope that you enjoyed what you heard as well. I hope you enjoyed it
2: more than we enjoyed recording this.
4: <laughs> Seems like we finally started to have it together by the end there.
2: Took us 100 episodes, and uh, yeah, it was ass. Um, hopefully y'all liked it. If you listened to 100 episodes, that means you've listened to over 100 hours of this, which means you gotta get a life. Can you believe we've recorded over 100 hours of content? That's yeah. a
6: lot. I can. I was there for most of it. <laughs> like,
2: like, that's a lot. And can you believe there's people out there that would actually not only, like, listen to 100 hours worth of content, but, like, pay attention and actually get and understand what's going on and sometimes listen back to more of it? Like, there's people out there that might have put more time into listening to our show than we've put time into producing and doing the show.
0: Oh, jeez, that, that is a scary thought.
2: We put a lot of hours into this. Yeah, and there might have been people who have sunk more hours into just listening to it.
6: No fucking chance.
2: Yeah, that's what I would have said until somebody's like, oh, I've listened to every episode four times. And then I was like, "Huh." Ah,
6: if you have done that and you've made it this far and you're still listening to this, get in contact with us. I want to have a conversation of what's <laughs> wrong with you.
3: Spend time with your family, please. <laughs> they miss you. <laughs>
0: Well, what's crazy is that, you know, not only have people been listening to us, but we've, we also have gotten a lot of reviews and each one has really, like, just been a big boost in our spirits and kept us going. And I, I actually went ahead and I compiled all of the reviews and I was wondering if you guys wanted to, since it's the 100th episode, if we just wanted to run through all of them and make sure that we didn't miss anybody.
4: Dating all the way back to
6: 2018. Holy shit. Was it four years ago? But yeah, oh my
2: God. That's the thing too. It, it, that's the thing. Not only putting that much time in, but for the course of many years, putting the time in for some, for like our early listeners who have been with us, like needing, to not not even the people who could like just binge listen to all of it, but like some of the people who have been there in the beginning who have been like just as episodes have been coming out for the past four years. Yeah. Pretty fucked up, but pretty cool, you guys. Yeah.
6: No, it's not. Yeah, no, don't I'm, encourage that
2: shit. I don't condone it, but I'm just, I'm thankful for it, I guess. Like, I'm not going to encourage it, but I will say thank you. But I will say, what the fuck? And thank you. And fuck you. And thank you. Yeah, so
0: we've got all of our reviews here, and uh, we're going to go ahead and read them all. We'll just take turns going around the table reading and uh, make sure that we hit all of you because. Listeners, thank you so much for helping us get to 100 episodes. And uh, without further ado, let's read those reviews. I will start with the first one. Five stars. Awesome, says Z68 exclamation point from the United States. And this is uh, all the way back in 2018. Nothing breaks the bond of a jam sesh. Keep up the good work.
2: We got uh, five stars from... Nick Taylor 1990 from the United States at 8:40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on July 23rd, 2018 via Apple Podcasts. Just gonna choke on a dick. <laughs> I'm going to back that up to <laughs> plug that in. Just be an asshole. Uh Nick Taylor 1990 saying this DM Rocks, he keeps the show running well and provides a great storyline so far. Can't wait to hear what they have in store.
3: From the Birdman 11 from the US. Five stars. A great podcast for super fans and casual fans alike. Definitely recommend this podcast for anyone who has at least mild interest in Dungeons and Dragons. I'd hardly say I'm a super fun, but I've really, really enjoyed the first season.
4: MS Tank 317 says, Love this show. Great audio, funny hosts, and a story that keeps you coming back for more. <laughs>
2: MS uh, Tank. M-stank. <laughs>
4: Ms. Tank miss <laughs> Tank is what that is
3: Ms.
2: Tank, <laughs> Ms. Tank. let's go
3: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Honest mistake really Honest, honest miss Tank Oh you know <laughs> I hate myself For anyone who enjoys D&D From D&D Love Which I'm assuming they love D&D Do you love playing Dungeons and Dragons But just can't get in the game Listen to these guys. They'll make you feel like you're right at the table. This is awesome.
0: That actually uh, is signed HTQWW, which is another uh, podcast in the uh, Dungeons & Dragons sphere. So thank you so much to them.
6: Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that part.
0: I've got another review. This one is from Morgan Claregar from the U.S. So dang funny. I love y'all's podcast, and not just because I'm friends with the DM. You guys have me in stitches every episode. Highly recommend to anyone who likes D&D or just needs a good laugh.
2: We got uh, five stars from Hunter L. from the U.S. saying, love it all. The DM does a wonderful job crafting an engaging story and ambiance for the players to dive headfirst into like a bunch of toddlers who just tried Mountain Dew for the first time and smash it all to the ground with their gross, sticky hands. It is full of awesome atmosphere, brilliant buffoonery, crazy clowning, daring deeds, excellent entertainment, funny farces.
4: Gregarious.
2: Gregarious gags. That sounds fun. Hilarious horseplay, imaginative imaginative incidents. That's a horrible word. Jovial jests, killer kill... kill <laughs> Pick on the person with the stuttering problem to try to read this one. Um... Killer Kidding. Loads of laughing. Mischievous merrymaking. Numerous nerds. Odd opportunities. Playful pranks. Quick quips. Rapid... Repartee. Repartee.
4: I just realized he's doing the entire alphabet.
2: Silly shenanigans. Tumultuous tomfoolery.
6: This has been on for three years.
2: Unexpected undertakings. The... Mm. vivacious (laughs) I was gonna say Vicavis but that is not a word vivacious vibrancy wonderful wisecracking exciting expedition why did they go to the e's there because it's X Mm. not Ah. good enough I I expected words like xylophone in there (laughs) Um, youthful yelling and zealous zingers love it all fuck yourself
4: (laughs) you're doing very x-ray xylophoning
6: <laughs> yeah. <Say> I think, <laughs> think you're hot shit because you know words. <laughs> from Brew
3: Wayne from the United States, five stars. D and D, it's comedic, it's fantasy, it's a good time.
4: Blue Devils sixty one says solid podcast, worth a listen from start to finish, full of humor and enjoyable. Each episode,
6: love it, funny and unexpected. From DSB underscore Lover. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now I don't feel as bad about mispronouncing words.
6: You're welcome. It was intentional. Trying to make you feel better. Didn't think I'd like this as much as I did, but 50 episodes in and I can't wait to hear what happens next, especially if Protean ever gets to go on that crusade.
0: Uh, From Saucy Noodles, uh, via Stitcher, five stars, good for a laugh as dm the visual descriptions and world building make me want to up my game oh well thank you saucy
2: noodles we got five stars from spicy potatoes via stitcher this show will keep you coming back for more if you like DD, puns frosted tips an awesome storyline with friends who are really bad at recognizing friends from enemies there was a typo there this show is for you the group of friends is great to listen to and will keep you rolling with laughter and exclaiming with awe at what just happened. Give this a try. You won't be disappointed.
3: From Beast Mode 909 in real cool Leet Speak, <laughs> it's five stars. Yes, y'all should start like a commentary podcast. This podcast is amazing, but being completely honest, my favorite thing is you guys' personalities.
4: Which, thank, well,
2: thank you. you, that's <laughs> what we
6: go for. I thought it was
2: my looks. <laughs> We're not here for d <laughs> We're
6: not great at that, but... <laughs> Bye, guy, can we make dick jokes? I'm just, uh, <laughs>
4: just doing this podcast because Mom said I was special.
6: Uh,
4: Mr. Freeze Baby says, Absolutely one of my favorite podcasts. These guys have great chemistry and half of the time I feel like I'm right there with them. Keep the jokes and
6: spears coming. Yeah, so from jmob466. says, Great listen. I'm a bit of a veteran when it comes to D&D podcasts, and I gotta say, I'm thoroughly enjoying the controlled chaos that ensues. Ensures? I think it's supposed to be ensues. Ensures. The players just do whatever, and their composed leader, the DM, keeps all their shenanigans in check. All in all, really fun to listen to. Episodes in a row at work. I have yet to finish the first season on episode 18 right now, but I've got another episode of work, and it does a good job of keeping my mind entertained. Yeah, what we're here for.
0: I've got a review via CastBox from Amanda McGuffin-Knoll in the U.S. In regards to episode 84, we actually did what we're supposed to. Hey, Paul, that poster should be in within a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't think this
2: one's a review <laughs> um, hey <Paul>. interesting
4: <laughs> that poster you
2: ordered what did uh did uh Amanda send you a poster of her McGu I have no idea
0: <laughs> uh,
2: I, I don't know what that
6: one's uh,
0: referring to but I'm gonna go ahead and just skip ahead to the next one uh love this show Who created this <laughs> list <laughs> love this show from Hammer Fist underscore er in the US. This has been a demonstration of how much I love this show. Keep up the great
2: work. I can't wait to see how this campaign ends. That's the next, uh, if we ever have a series where we have to make a, a bakery or something, it's going to be called Amanda's <laughs> McGuffin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, from uh, <laughs> Master Dittus from the U.S. well um, oh, that's Bader's cousin. Five stars, a new fan. The host is a very, very nice voice. Does a good job leading the guys through this story.
3: Five stars from Madswell-34. False gods and plenty of spearing. Did not know what I was getting myself into with the show, but I am enjoying it more and more the longer I listen. These guys are hilarious and their characters get up to so much crazy stuff. Gotta love the hammer-bottom spears, the jet insults, and the Prothean religious seal. 60 ups in and highly recommend.
6: But not anything about... Aber, Dash, Dash and Abe
3: can go fuck themselves. It's written right here. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Silver
4: 3021 or Brendan E. Says, I just reached your 10th episode. I'm really enjoying the show so far. One question though. Could you give one of your NPCs my name and have them killed off for no reason? Thanks for the great show. Little did he know we did name a character Brendan and did beat the shit out of him. Did we? <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> Brendan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. you almost got your wish Brennan
2: Buzzkill on uh, one of our one of our (laughs) Patreon lore lore episodes episodes, which if you want to see Brennan get his ass beat (laughs) subscribe (laughs) to our Patreon
6: (laughs) oh my god love the whole podcast gives me a good hearty laugh all the time keep it up guys well they make pills for that so I intend to
0: and uh, last but not least Sexy Beast 90 from the U.S. says, Amazing. Just found this show, and I'm an instant fan. The shows have gone from every week to once a month, but it's just good quality content. Hope to see you guys continue the amazing work. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of our fans, and thank you also to the fans that uh, reached out via Facebook or Twitter over the years. Again, your support has meant the world to us. And we are really happy to have been able to get this far, to make it to 100 episodes. And uh, we're excited to see what comes next.
3: I come next.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to... (laughs) If you would like to catch up on additional content, if you'd like to hear other episodes, uh, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros. And just like all of the wonderful people we just read, if you enjoy what you've been hearing, head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser and leave your review. We'll read you on the air and we'll thank you. We'll thank you now and we'll thank you then. If you'd like to keep in touch with us, we are available online at Death Saving Bros on social media with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. I am personally available at HBCamper on Twitter and at HBCamper.14 on Instagram.
2: You can find me at BenFro15.
4: Find me at Ima underscore B underscore Rad.
6: You can message the Reddit or anybody else and they'll probably tell me about it. You can find
3: me on the PlayStation Network as F-A-T-T Smith.
0: And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Ain't getting Away With It Stealth, Along the Scizera, Attacking Varsenspear, Behold the Ancient Meadow, Corkboard Evidence, Dreams of Cinnamon, On the Rail Orchestral, Something Amiss. The Specialist and Tussle in the Shipyard Ambient are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. The song Clockwork Soul is by David Knight. These tracks are used with permission. All rights reserved. The songs The Complex, Crusade, Heavy Industry, The Descent, Hard Boiled, Heavy Heart, Industrial Cinematic, Moncoto, Rights, Sardana, and Thaxted Holst are by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0 and sourced from filmmusic.io. The tracks Electric Cellos, Eyes of Glory, and Traveler's Notebook are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle, and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 legalcode legal code.